Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked, and today I am sitting down with Words. Who is Words, you may be asking? He is a Canadian rapper from Canada. He breaks down a lot of really good information and explains to us what is going on with the trucker convoy in Canada and how it is being represented to the people of Canada. We talk about all kinds of things. We talk about boxing and the jabbing in boxing. See, that's like coded language, so you know what we're actually talking about. We talk about how our heroes have let us down and how a new series of heroes have emerged. Sort of like, well, let's talk a little bit about the Neil Young Spotify situation. Now, if you're not familiar with what's going on with uh, Neil Young and Spotify, first off, let me say that Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young is one of the best four-man bands of all time, and Neil Young is one of the finest songwriters of all time. He wrote Needle and the Damage Done. He wrote uh, Rockin' in the Free World. And he's also like 75 years old and hasn't exactly taken the best care of himself. Now, he's decided that he's about to throw down the gauntlet. In fact, he actually has thrown down the gauntlet and said to Spotify that if they are not going to take down Joe Rogan, uh, then they should take his music down. And he actually kind of made that a demand, and he said that he wants it done by today. And, well, today is Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, today's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. I don't see his music being off Spotify by Wednesday. Maybe it will be. Maybe Joe Rogan will get pulled, uh, pulled by Spotify because of the guy that wrote Rockin' in the Free World, who is now oddly encouraging censorship, which is pretty weird. I don't know what to make of that. But that's really the sort of thing that we discuss. And we discussed this prior to finding out that uh, your guy, our guy, his fellow Canadian, Neil Young, felt that particular way about Joe Rogan. So we'll see how that turns out in the long run. But more than anything, we have a good time. We get to know each other. We don't really talk about hip hop too much because in the broader scope of things to discuss, I think that the topics that we touched on were definitely enough. All right, folks. Check out the podcast. Let me know what you think. Words gives you all of the links to his material at the end of the podcast. Be sure to check out at Words is Back on Instagram for more information. Very, very cool dude. All right, ladies, gents, others, have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed day. Get out there, kick today's ass. Do not let it kick yours. And be sure to check out our supporters, who, by the way, are named at the end of the podcast. I'd probably make more money if, uh, if I put them at the very beginning of the podcast. However, we're good. You're good. I'm good. They're good. Now, before I get too deep into anything, I need to tell you that the audio isn't perfect. This was recorded on Instagram Live, and this was our second go at a conversation on Instagram Live because uh, the feed was cut short. Now, I don't know why the feed got cut short. I've had feeds get cut short before. Uh, one time that really sticks out to me was in a conversation with Sean Chris from the Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. Now, I said that Joe Biden looked like a deep fake that was uh, written by someone who was taking a drug test, and and we were cut off. I don't know why we got cut off this time, but this is our second go, and it is a damn blast. I'm very excited to talk to Words. I am, I'm certain he'll be back on. Ladies, gents, others, here's some Words. It's weird. As soon as you start talking about what's happening in places, you, you get cut off. Like I, that's happened a couple of times. One time I was talking to uh, uh, one of my brothers 
my brother Sean Chris uh, from Kill the Mockingbirds. We were talking about Joe Biden um, being a deep fake that was written by people who take drug tests and our, the live feed was cut off. So I think that anytime you start talking about things, you just get cut off. Brother, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we all can right. actually talk. Yo, so look, you, you know, before you were just chopping in the note right now, but you're all good now, so everything's, everything's good, man. Everything's good. So I I definitely want to discuss what's uh, what's happening over here. Um, you know, I'm sure yourself, lots of people out there. I mean, most people out there have been kind of worn down over the last two years, kind of looking for some sign of fucking hope that somebody somewhere was going to stand up in some way with some sort of power and leverage. And we got 50,000 plus trucks rocking across the country in, in unison, all organized. And it's getting bigger by the day. They still got three more days, four more days before they're doing Ottawa. And it's, they're going to lock down the whole capital city. The, if they won't let the truckers coming in from the States over the border, they're going to shut the border down and refuse to move. So the borders can't, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's uh, it absolutely is. And so uh, shout out to Bob Cartagena. No, we're not. The the U.S. media, if you go to CNN.com right now, it's where I'm at. No mention of no mention of truckers. I'm sure if I go to any other uh, website, any other news website, you're not going to see it. I'm sure it's big news in Canada and it should be. But it's it because we are continental brothers we absolutely should be talking about because what happens in canada absolutely affects the united states what happens in mexico absolutely affects the united states we are we are on the same sheet of land and one doesn't exist without the other two um so yeah i think that what is happening in canada is something that you're going to see happen throughout north america the fact that, that what's be- happening in Europe, in Brussels, isn't being covered. What's happening in Amsterdam is yeah, not yeah, being yeah. covered. Dude's just beating, beating civilians with sticks and pepper spraying them and shit. Like, like it's it's here, man. Look, like we have a chain of reaction, right? So I said this a while back. I was like, I hope to God that while everything was getting real crazy in Australia and we were seeing that, that kind of tyrannical, violent militarized you know overthrowing it overthrow attempt and i was like i hope to god that when they try and bring that to this doorstep that people here see what happened in australia and how fast things can get bad you know and how bad they can get real quick and and stand up in some form and it was dude we're this close man if this didn't happen all hope would have been lost over here and and if once all hope is lost here all hope is lost over there because like you said we're we're brothers. We're connected. You know, um, we like to pretend that, you know, the United States is a represent is is kind of this large, powerful country. But I mean, it doesn't exist without other countries. And Canada is one of them. We're right next to you. We can't exist without one another. You know, so in the end, man, like it's crazy because over here, the Canadian like the Canadian media is calling it. You have some media, mainstream media that's calling it. um saying there's only hundreds a few hundred truckers but it's literally like 50 it's a 60 mile long convoy bro 60 miles long and it growing like i said it's growing every day um but the news is either reporting it as these ridiculous numbers and i saw some other ones that said they're protesting bad road conditions it was like cbc british columbia which was reporting it as 
truckers get bro, truckers uh, convening a convoy to uh, protest the bad weather conditions they've had to face this winter. And I'm just, <laughs> yeah. But the imagery is too powerful. It's this is image. This is imagery that you can't hide. It's being broadcast on such a like because of social media. It's being shown worldwide. America's paying attention. The world is paying attention. And as it gets bigger and the trucks all start rolling into the capital, man, and shutting the whole capital city down, it's it's about to get thick, man. And the world will be watching and it cannot be silenced. But absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think that that the expression is the expressionism is going to go wider. You're, you're going to see more than just truckers. You're going to see other service industries, yep. and it's going to become it's going to be like that scene in Fight Club where where Tyler is talking to the the police chief, and he's like, "We are your cooks. We are your barbers. We are your servants. We are the people that make this shit run." All right, and here we are, the space monkeys shaving our head, being shot in the space. We have to stand up for ourselves, and. Yeah. And, and, and you know, spark, there man. are quite a few folks that are willing to die in the process of doing. It. Yeah, man, um, I'm myself included. So I've had several conversations with myself over the course of this to try and mentally prepare myself to be mentally, emotionally ready. If things get really bad to really have to understand things might get really bad and you might have to do some crazy shit in order to keep yourself safe. If you want to maintain your, your honor, you know, it's the most disheartening thing was watching so many people bend at the knee, get the jab and kind of just turn to this whole cultist side of things and trying to maintain your own, you know, inspiration and, and passion when you're watching so many people around you crumble and kind of and, and, and adapt the, the narrative and the agenda. So it's been a. Uh, it's been a wild two years and, you know, I see people posting like hundreds of people posting their, their, their comments and their, their messages to the, the truckers. And you have a country of people who are crying in hope and joy and pride right now. Millions of people across the whole country crying and bawling their eyes out because they feel like there's hope for the first time in two fucking years that there's hope. Someone's standing up and going to do something about this shit because nobody's done shit and I hope that inspires your country and Brussels and Germany and Switzerland and, and Australia and, and every place that's being tightened with the noose of this, this pandemic. Um, and I hope everybody takes the lead and we have a global uprising. We go from a national uprising to a global uprising. Well, more than that. So like, 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 like if we expand, uh, you know, forest from the tree stuff, right? So Canada is a country of resources, right? I live in Alaska. Alaska is a state of resources. I'm, I'm in Alberta, Whether, so I'm in I'm in oil I'm in oil country, Canada, right? Yeah. So, um, and I, I don't know about Canada, but I can speak to Alaska and say that right now there's a the chief uh, the, the the chief medical officer in the state of Alaska is a woman by the name of Dr. Ann Zink. Now, Dr. Ann Zink's grandfather is a man, was a man by the name of Dr. Al Bartlett. Dr. Al Bartlett, if you Google him, the very first paragraph uh, that you will find is um, his, uh, he was, he was very big in, on uh, population control, right? He was part of the Manhattan Project. He was a physicist on the Manhattan Project, but that's not in the 
in the very first – that's not the very first paragraph of his Wikipedia page. Now, at the very beginning of this, um, she would talk about how her grandfather's philosophies on existential – or on exponential growth, excuse me, were the things that were motivating her uh, in the beginning of this pandemic. What would my grandfather say about this? But at the same time, she's the same person pushing the jab. Yeah, 15 days to pe- – uh, uh, to, to flatten the curve my ass. Uh, 15 days to convince people that you're going to have to get a jab if you want to go to work, or if you want to go to the gas station, if you want to get on a plane, if you want to go see your fucking grandma uh, on the other side uh, on the other side of the country. Um, you have to you have to take this thing that we have really no idea what it does, and more than that. Um, we have no recourse because they're going to tell you, well, you have informed consent. You had a choice. No, people didn't have a choice. People were losing their jobs, their careers. And if you tell a guy, here's your, here are your only options, right? You got three kids. You got a wife and three kids and a mortgage and all this shit. You're married into the system of control, of debt and control. We will take away everything from you if you do not t- – if you don't get this uh, fucking jab. But you're already enslaved to the system, right? You're already a slave to your own debt. You're yeah. already a slave to these things that – this control that they have over you. You can't do shit about it. Um, but you had the – you could have said no. You really couldn't. Well, yo, you were making this thing mandatory. Even even something as simple as – like, listen, I'll, I'll be honest, right? So I live a very outside-the-box life, so I've never been a – nine to five, go to work, get my, I'm, I've always tried to make, find ways to live and survive and do what I do and do things I love to make money and not have to conform to that. So I have a bit of an outside looking in perspective on things. So it's like when this shit started happening and I'm telling people stop paying taxes and people are like, well, I can't do that. Then the government will get mad at me. I'm like, the government will get like, are you understanding that righteously or you understand they're stealing from you, but you're still continuing to let them steal from you by willingly giving them your money. So you can take a stand. You just, if, if, if half the goddamn country stopped paying taxes, that would be a huge fucking deal. So it's like people even had their, but they're so enslaved to that idea that I can't piss off the system. If I don't pay taxes, that's, that's my dues to the system. If I don't pay them, or I refuse to, or, or I, I don't report this and that, and I run an under-the-table business, whatever the, the means be, the government might find out and scold me. So in the end, people still were continuing to play along. Sorry, that they're going to get reprimanded by the very bully that they're saying they want to stand up to. So it's like, I, I, it's, it became, it's so hard to connect with people, because even though they know they're in, they're, they're in a broken system, they refuse to admit how deeply entangled in it they are and refuse to take those steps, something as simple as telling the government, hey, I'm not just going to keep giving you my money every fucking year because I worked hard. You know, it's like people can't grasp the concept that in every element of their life, they're enslaved to this ideology, this, this system and an indoctrinated, you know, sense of purpose, which is you know, to continue the cycle moving for the people over here. So I'm like, the amount of people I've been able to, I was able to talk to about this, say, two years ago, and the amount of people I can talk to about it now is very different because this has woken a lot of, like a lot of people have kind of snapped out of the comatose state of, of indoctrination and they're like, yo, this shit's wrong. 
So I'm grateful for that. But I mean, watching people where it's so obvious in their face and they're, they're aware of it, but they still just refuse to disconnect themselves from the, the, the system. I'm like, just stop, just stop worrying. Like, you you know, like, I don't know, stop paying your credit cards. Just tell them to go fuck themselves, man. Like it's, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's tough to watch when you, when you're conscious. But you're right. I think I think people are uh, are opening up. Like there were conversations that I'm having now that, uh, you know, and things that I say now, um, two years ago, three years ago, people thought were fucking crazy. Right. Um, However, as the as the days as 15 days have turned into two years, um, those very same people have been saying, Bill, not only are you right, whatever you say, I imagine is going to happen in three months. So bring on the fake alien invasion. Uh, I really think that that's in the end, that's almost where we're at. I think we are, I think we're three or four weeks away from that fake alien invasion just to make, uh, just to, just to get people settled and scared again. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, absolutely. Some sort of, uh, event needs to take place to, to reinstill the fear, especially and this is where I worry now because people are like, yeah, the convoy and I'm, I'm all for it. And I believe that it's going to have a huge impact and I think it could get really crazy and chaotic. But at the same time, it also means if we're, if we're ramping up our level of, of, of disobedience, then that means the government is probably in turn going to ramp up their level of, we don't give a fuck about you insanity and create some sort of situation that will then necessitate them to do this and that, distract the people and allow them to implement more type of shit. You know, like they're trying to make the convoy out to be a terrorist. That's what they're labeling what Trudeau's trying to have done so that he can take certain measures to fight it. Because if it's just a bunch of civilians protesting with their trucks, he can't take drastic measures. But if he can get it labeled as a terrorist movement, then he can do whatever the fuck. So, so in the in the U.S., one of the things that they do um, when they start really wanting to clamp down on anything is they call it a national security issue. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right now, COVID is a national security issue. Get if you don't get the jab, it's a it's a national security issue. If you are spreading what may be misinformation, it's a national security issue. And now we have all of these resources to put our eyes on you and our ears on you and clamp down on the things that make you you, Uh, the the things that make you a free person. I was talking in the last live about Francis Ngannou just wanting to be a free man. That's all any of us want to do. We want to just not be fucked with. Yeah. Most of us just want to be able to exist. I want to I want my my 10 year old daughter to not have to get a jab that is that might rip out her uterus in long term. Yeah. 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 Right. We, we have very, very, very smart people aren't getting jabbed because they don't trust the science. However, I have dumb people who are telling me to trust the science. I, I'm a doctor. They're right. Every- I, those guys are everywhere. <laughs> you know, they're like the walking dead. But show me where I'm wrong and show me where I've been wrong. Give me an example. Um, but but there's, there's nothing more than, than propaganda and mainstream media rhetoric for anybody to, 
to say, I mean, anybody can, at the end of the day, even what we say for all of our evidence and our proof and our information and our digging and our, our looking into and the countless hours we spend trying to understand what's happening based off of all the facts. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, we can't prove anything 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt more than they can. So it becomes this stupid argument, a rhetorical argument where nobody's going to, you know, I know within 60 seconds whether there's a point in me continuing on the conversation with someone, you know, they, they make those who are that resistant they they make it pretty obvious. So I don't even bother anymore. I try and stick with the tribe and I'd rather, I'm trying to wake up sleeping lions not wake up sleeping sheep. Let the sheep continue sleeping. If you're still sleeping after two years of this shit, you're, there's something wrong. I have property to sell you that doesn't exist. It's not, um, we, and, and then we're going to this world where we're pushing a metaverse of a place that doesn't actually exist, where real estate is being sold. Yo. To. Yo. I, I think my man... That's, that's a can bitch, of worms, man. Right? Um, they're they're going to upload your consciousness just so they can unplug. Yeah, I mean, it's like the movie Johnny Mnemonic times 10, you know? Yeah, we just have, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, we're living in some really interesting times and we're being our so-called leaders. We know we're full of shit. They have been historically full of shit. Our leaders are liars and always have been. So why do we continue to call them leaders? Like, why do we still pretend that there's any real, um, real reverence to that name of, of, of some of these elected officials? Yeah, but we've built this world of false, of false leaders and false gods because now we have pharmaceutical companies who are acting as leaders. We have non-elected medical officials acting as leaders. We have celebrities acting as leaders. We have, even to so many people, the, even the people they're choosing to follow as leaders aren't actual leaders. So... Everything's so fragmented, but everybody needs someone. Everybody's looking for a hero or someone who's trying trying to save the day. And at this point, I feel the human, you know, like in, in true human form, we just take most people take the path of least resistance and they're just going to go with what's the easiest for them to absorb and fall behind. So which requires the least amount of thinking, feeling, worrying, stressing, um, and which is generally what's the what the consensus is around people and since the consensus is masks masks and vaxes and vaxes most people just go along with what's the easiest and it's you can't you can't change that people do that i don't know there's a um there's a passage in 1984 lee orwell says you know like there is no past there is no future there is only now and the states never um and that's and that's where we're at. Like we have too many people have just kind of like, like you said, the path of least resistance. Most people just want to live their lives and not fucked with. However, people are regularly and continually fucked with. And it's almost like picking and, and like you're just but what but you're gonna take it. Like you get a system, not even a person, just a system, a idea. Um, exactly. There is no, there never was. A, right. The people that tell you that they have a box are trying to sell you a box. There never was a box. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm excited about what 
Canada are doing, and I think that you're going to see more of it. I think you're going to see. Uh, well, I think in the UK, if I'm not mistaken, they've they've gotten rid of their back. Yeah, but they've also in the background um, started to move toward their uh, data data credit system. So their version of the social credit system is coming up. So it's just dropping everyone's guard so that when they come with the fucking big right cross, that knockout punch, keep on expecting it. And it does the most damage to people's psyche. That's, that's what most people don't really understand is that this isn't a war on your belief systems. It's a war on your psyche. It's wearing your psyche down so that you're so broken and hollow and, and, not, and almost like a nub of a pencil that you just don't have anything left in you without your mind resorting to its own defense mechanisms, which is what, what do I have to do to prevent myself from going insane? You know, most people who take the jab, that's like their mind just clicking over because if, if they don't, they're just going to lose their mind. They can't process the madness anymore and their brain just shuts it off because it's a natural human defense mechanism for your psyche to just kind of do what it has to do to protect you from going off the deep end. Kind of like uh, a flow state. Because if you, you cut out for a second, drive you nuts. You're, you're, yeah, you're cutting out just a little bit. What'd you say about flow state? Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, like um, a flow state. For think about it too much, it'll drive. Yeah. You don't realize how little power they have, but how much potential power. It's what why why. Do I take heroes that I know that I want to be a part of? So much easier to just to just go with it. But it's it's your hero's journey, you know. Like you feel in your heart have an obligation to stand up for something. Dog on it. You you owe it yourself, father or a husband or a mother or a sister or brother, to do the thing that you know to do. The great thing I was faith before this. I feel myself being drawn to there has to be some if there if I know that this is evil and I know there are good guys. Yeah. Um and, and your heart, you are one of the good people. Uh keeping the going. You're seeing people's real deal character cards right now. What we got to see was everybody in their rawest form of themselves. Without them being, because it stripped everyone so bad of their perception of reality, their strength, their confidence, their their balance as far as life goes. Everybody got stripped of their fucking lowest terms, their rawest elements. And we really saw who was made of what. At the end of the day, we saw who was made of what. You know, and I mean, to say I didn't expect it to, to some of this extent, I did, but... There's a lot of people that I was real disappointed in. A lot of people who, a lot. Um, but then there's a lot of people who, if I had been asked to put money on, what side of the fence do you think that person would take? I would have put all my money that they would have been on the other side, that they would have been on pro jabs and pro mandates and, and gone with it. And they, some of these people are some of the hardest fighters I know who are out there going, nah, fuck this, down with, you know what I mean? So I was surprised on both ends of the spectrum, equally. Yeah, I've, I've been very pleasantly surprised uh, by a lot of people. I, I think that this, if nothing else, I think that the last, the best thing about the last two years is it forced a lot of people to become stronger than they've ever. Been. Yes, 
It's it, everybody got got pushed to what they were really made of. Everybody, we saw what everyone's really made of. Right here in the chest. What are you really made of? What's your heart fucking made of? You know, a lot of people realize they're stronger than they ever gave themselves credit for, and they're still here kicking after two fucking years of this shit. Which is only going to make stronger people coming out of the end of this in the end. You're going to have a lot of people coming out of this, a warrior who went in, you know, a timid version of themselves and are coming out of this whole thing, a fucking soldier. And it makes me fucking smile, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have, I have been so pleasantly surprised by... Um, Actually, by, like, by my circle of people. Like, I'm already really proud of my tribe, but um, I've got a, this tribe that has expanded exponentially over the last two years because there have been people who, like, folks who, whose eyes and minds have been opened up more so than they ever would without them. Um, and, it, and it then becomes not only just about a, about a jab, but it becomes how they view tyranny and how they view being controlled. They're seeing it. That You're seeing the hand. We all knew the Big Pharma was corrupt when it was about opioids. Now we know that Big Pharma is absolutely corrupt in their control of gun. Uh, because they're, they're, they're pushing this thing that really only benefits people from it. What's been hard for people, though, is, is getting because people aren't used to under, to knowing or being confused between what their eyes see and what their ears are hearing. So their eyes are seeing the blatant, obvious corruption, but their ears and what they're reading and what they're taking in and absorbing uh, from around them is, is the opposite. So some people were strong enough to see the forest for the trees and, and be like, nah, 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 this is, this is background noise. This is what's what. And other people became too confused. They couldn't, tell the difference between what's what. And I think those are the ones who ended up being the, the, the ones taking the path of least resistance. They just couldn't determine what the truth was. They're hearing this, their, their eyes see this, but their ears hear this, you know, and it's too much, man. Sensory overload for some of these people, psych, you know, psychological sensory overload. And I think you're also seeing it in those that have, that have all went, that have taken the job. Like I have friends. That yeah. Have, oh yeah. 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 I'm the third boost and I've gotten sick. What's the point? Yeah. Um, promise two shots two shots go back to your normal life take these two fucking shots and then you can return to life as normal that was the promise they promised these people they went out they lined up they did it they got one dose they got two dose and then it's no boosters and then they're still catching it. and then they're getting this variant and then everyone around them is still catching it. and it's like yeah I, I don't understand how they thought they were going to spin that fucking narrative to the public I mean, after a while, it's pretty goddamn obvious. Like, they're like, you know what we'll do? We'll change the dictionary definition of vaccination to fool them. <laughs> like, like some stupid circus puppets. Um, and, and let me say, like, I, I was in the military. I was vaccinated against all kinds of shit. All right. I, I, got, I got yellow fever when I was in Africa. I had to get that to go into Kenya. Yeah, like vaccines aren't a bad thing. Right. Uh, however, <laughs> I, I, I'm far more, I don't know if you're aware of this. There's a, a vaccine out of the University of Texas um, that was developed for poor countries because the rich countries, uh, the, the, the vaccines that we have from Moderna, from Johnson and Johnson and, and all these other fucking fuckheads. All right. That's all that does is absolutely nothing. 
right? It's it's it exists to make these other corporations to make these corporations a shit ton of money for government funding. Um, it's it's all it's subsidies, right? It's it's the, the, the governments who are paying for these blanket fucking uh, blanket for right? But the blanket does no good. It's got lots of holes in it. Um, however, you have have folks down who developed. Uh, in the University of Texas, who developed it for these poor countries to give away. Oh yeah, like it's like the the generic version. You yeah, know what I mean the like the throwaway version, right? Like the dollar store version of of fucking vaccines. But it's but it and and it, what we'll learn in in when it when it gets into the field in Africa that it probably works a hundred percent better than the bullshit that is uh, with your. But the the absolute disregard. For natural immunity, yeah, That's thing that kills me. Like I've, I, I, did, I, I've gotten it twice, right? I think I've gotten it twice. I've only been tested once because it's like herpes; it can't happen. You don't get tested for it. Um, uh, sorry, that was my STD joke. You can't get, you can't test positive if you don't get tested. Um, yeah, but, true, true. But I, I don't. <laughs> I don't I go to I go to concerts. I go out in public. I'm I'm fucking half a step away from licking doorknobs as I go in. My gut's strong. Uh, people are afraid to lick. And if you if you keep every time I've gotten sick, it's because it was for a whole before I got right. If you're going out and you're being social, it's like George that swimming never gets. Sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I haven't done any. No masks, no extra hand washing, no hand sanitizer, like none of that this whole time, just business as usual, you know, but like, dude, I'm telling you, man, this is all about the understanding of the people in the end are always going to look to someone to worship. If they break us down enough, then people and create this world where they're gods, that's they have to kill science because if science exists, they cannot be gods. So long as science is, is part of, of our understanding of, of the world. So they kill science, they break everyone down, and then they say, we will be your gods. And that's it. This is a, this is a bunch of maniacal cartoon, 90s fucking Saturday morning cartoon villains swimming in a fucking sea of their own money like Scrooge McDuck who want to take over the fucking world. You know what I mean? It's like all of the cartoon villains from growing up in the 90s on Saturday morning got meshed into one super lunatic and d- they dispersed it amongst the people, you know? So it's as so long as people need someone to worship, man, we're going to have people that will go along with this nonsense and won't see the, the truth, even no matter what. They're, they're the, these are the people who thank Pfizer when they get the fucking vaccine and then still get COVID. And then they thank Pfizer because they're convinced that somehow the vaccine prevented them from dying. You know, they're the, they're the types who someone dies from it. And they're like, well, if they hadn't got the vaccine, they would have died a lot worse than they died. It would have been a worse death of death. I don't know, man. I, what, is, what is it? Uh, Meatloaf said, if I die, I die. Yo, and true to his word. True as well. And that motherfucker went out hugging people. Yo. He go out at 75 or yeah, 75, was it? 77? It's like, yeah, he old. He was he was in his 70s, but he was living his life. He wasn't he was he wasn't scared to death. 
He wasn't afraid. He went out on his shield. All right. He he didn't die afraid of people. All right. And, and you live afraid of people. You can't live afraid of your neighbor, of the person upstairs, of the person. But you can't you can't live and and persevere through your fear if you're if you're built to be scared, if you're not built to be a fighter, and most people don't understand. Everyone watches. You, you ever see uh, Chris fucking Delia, Delia or whatever you say his name? He's got a bit how everybody thinks they're fucking Denzel Washington and Man on Fire. Everyone has this misconception in their mind that if crazy shit was going down, they would hold it the fuck down. You know what I mean? But most people aren't. They're built in fear. So it doesn't take a lot of fear to break them down and make them respond out of fear, not out of rationale or not out of fighting or not out of righteous fury, so forth. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I mean. The, the war on people's mind. Like there's so many people who just were raised in a pussy world. So therefore they don't have that. It's not in them. It's, it's not in them. You know, there's the few who, who muster it, but for the most part, man, people are built how they're built and you don't know how you're programmed and built until you're faced with some shit like this and then you're stripped down to your bare essence and fight or flight and most people were like i'm out of here peace you know speak flight fight and peace i have jujitsu class that starts in about 18 minutes i have a nine-year-old so, daughter who needs me to check on her homework so <laughs> we're all good man that's that's my friend um Yo, pleasure chatting with you man 100 i'd love to do it again in the future let's connect and set something up man Absolutely. Now, if uh, I'm going to post this on my podcast feed, so if you solid and tell people where they can find you, where they can find your music, um, please Yo, take tell us where we can go. Words is back. Bandcamp.com. Um, look up words on Spotify, all that. There's a couple other different options. You, you'll find me, man. Um, yeah, just go to the Bandcamp. Words is back. Bandcamp.com. You can find my shit there. There's a lot of stuff coming. Follow me on here. Words is back on instagram and much love and respect to everybody who's tapping in and who's who's with the fight man if you're with the fight you're my brother you're my brother you're my sister we're in this shit together hold the fucking line absolutely hold the fucking line thank you so much for your time words thank you so much for your energy have the yeah. very day ever i hope your your little girl kicks ass in in her yeah. she's red pilled the- as fuck she's red pilled as fuck i make sure she knows what's up she knows what time it is man so you know what i mean my my 10 year old daughter uh, the other day, she because we I played some Venice Beach Dub Club for her. Dad, can we? Can you put on some Pure Bloods for me? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yo. Red pilled as fuck. All right, man. You have, the very- on, man. have a great evening. Enjoy the training, man. Absolutely, my brother. Peace. Peace, honey. All right. Ladies and gents, that was words. I am on my way to uh, to some jujitsu. Thank you so much for tapping in. Thank you so much for your energy. Uh, thank you for your thumbs up, for your hearts. I appreciate you joining the content, uh, the conversation. Words. Thank you so much for your time and energy. Y'all have the very best day ever. I will be probably doing another live a little bit later, but it will be way after jujitsu. So we'll see how it goes. All right, peace. Folks, I would like to take a hot-ass second to talk about a hot-ass place to take your sweet ass to and get your sweet ass even sweeter. That's right, ladies and gents and others. 
Iron Asylum located at 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram as well as Facebook. The gym is open 24 hours a day. And uh, yeah, if you're interested in going, they've got everything you could possibly want in a gym and more. All right, check them out. Check them out on uh, on the, the Facebook and on the IG. Or call Brandon at 907-953-4720 for more information. He will set you up with an appointment to check out the gym. It's a badass place. I, I promise you, it is uh, the very best gym in the state of Alaska, without any question. I don't care what gym you go to, this gym is better. It's not even a gym. It's an environment. It's, uh, it's better than a wellness center, okay? Just go. Go check it out. And call Brandon. 907-953-4720. Next up, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis and the brewmeisters of about 3,000 varieties of hashade, including shooters and 100 milligram bottles. They're really kind of going ridiculous with it. And when I say ridiculous, I mean that in the absolute very best way possible. Now, because they are vertically integrated, you are going to find the very best prices on cartridges and oils on the peninsula, at least probably again in the state of Alaska. Now, they have a physical location on the Kenai Spur Highway, which is where you can go. It's kind of like the Nike town of their products, except with way better ethics than Nike. So there you go. You can lock down all of the different flavors of Hashade as well as stock up on some edibles from Lady Grey. By the way, I want to give a very solid big shout out to Ben Farley of uh, Best Buds. All right. So he created a drink called the Irie Palmer. It's based on the Arnold Palmer. And that particular gem of a drink is Lady Grey's Iced Tea and Red Run's Hash Aid. By the way, uh, both of which are available at finer dispensaries around the great state of Alaska. If your dispensary doesn't carry those products, I don't know that you would necessarily have one of the finer dispensaries in the great state of Alaska. All right. Find a dispensary that carries both of these products. And that's how you know you'll have a good dispensary. All right, now if you are in the Kenai Peninsula, stop by their location. Again, it's on the Kenai Spur Highway between Kenai and Soldatna. Talk to your favorite bud tender today and they will get you lined up with what it is that you are looking for so that you can have the best experience uh, with whatever it is that you are trying to do with what it is you are trying to do it with. All right, folks, last but not least, I want to give a solid shout out to my friend over at 5150, Dave. Dave at 5150 and I are working on a new podcast called Kicky Punchy. It's an MMA podcast with a little bit more to it. We've also got professional wrestling going on uh, involved in all of that. So if you have any questions, by all means, uh, let me know. Shoot me an email, wokeandbakepodcast at gmail.com or stop by the website, getwokeandbaked.com and let us know what we can do for you. By the way, if you are trying to confuse 5150 va uh, Dave with 5150 vapes, let me say that if you do, then I'll say uh, nicotine is an addictive substance. There you go. 
I've got myself covered. Now, at the very end right here, I will add a cannabis warning, and I will go on about my married day, and I hope that you do too, you beautiful son, daughter, or other of a biscuit. And I mean to call your mother a biscuit in the best way possible. Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.